First, from people attending the meeting in person and then from people attending the meeting remotely. However, there have been some slight systems updates to provide public comment. Therefore, please listen closely to our updated public comment instructions that will be provided by Interim Commission Secretary Treka Lopez White shortly. Last, a few virtual meeting housekeeping items. For the public and staff joining remotely, please mute your microphones to minimize background noise. When you speak, you will have to unmute yourselves. Please speak directly into the microphone and introduce yourself when you speak so that others will know who is talking on the telephone. I will turn it over to Commission Secretary Treka Lopez-White for public comment instructions. Please. Thank you. For members of the public joining in person who wish to comment on agenda items, once you're called on, you will be asked to voice your comment at the podium. We will provide you with a blank public comment card. We recommend but not required to fill out cards to be included in the minutes. You, you may also make public comment through the WebEx platform. When you click the WebEx link, you'll be prompted to, follow, to enter the following information, first, last name, email in these fields. However, if you, miss, if you wish to remain anonymous, you may type public in the first and last name field and public at public.com in the email fields. Please ensure that you're in a quiet location. All devices around you are muted, so there's no echo when you speak. At the appropriate time, you will be the chair requests public comments. For members of the public using the WebEx link, please click on the hand icon to raise your hand. This will put you in a public comment queue. When it's your time to speak, you will be unmuted by the moderator. And when it's your time is up, you will be muted. For the public who's calling by phone, who wish to make public comment during a public comment period, please, please press star three to be added to the speaker queue. The microphone has been unmuted. You will hear us ask to state your name and to make your comment. You're encouraged but not required to state your name for the record. I will start your three minutes when you begin speaking using a visual timer. You also receive a 30 second audible warning. When your time is up, I will say call your time is up. Then you will be placed on mute and moved out of the speaker line. We will pause briefly before closing public comments to ensure no other commenters are seeking to speak on that item. Participants who wish to speak on agenda items can remain on the line and listen for the next public comment opportunity. 
Anyone who speaks during public comment at today's meeting can send a summary of the comment to be included in the minutes if it's 150 words or less to art-info at sfgov.org. The summary may be rejected if it succeeds the pre-subscribed word limit or is not an accurate summary of the speaker's public comment. Public comments are also, instructions are also shared on the screen during each public comment period. President Collins, please proceed with your meeting when you are ready. Thank, Thank you. you. I would like to start the meeting by re reading our land acknowledgement statement. The San Francisco Arts Commission acknowledges that we are on the unceded ancestral homeland of the Ramatush Ohlone, who are the original inhabitants of the San Francisco <laughs> Peninsula. As the indigenous stewards of this land and in accordance with their traditions, the Ramatush Ohlone have never ceded, lost, nor forgotten their responsibilities as caretakers of this place, as well as for all peoples who reside in their traditional territory. As guests, we recognize that we benefit from living and working on their traditional homeland. We wish to pay our respects by acknowledging the ancestors, elders, and relatives of the Ramatush community and by affirming their sovereign rights as first people. As a department dedicated to promoting a diverse and equitable arts cult and culture environment in San Francisco, we are committed to supporting the traditional and contemporary evolution of the American Indian community. I'd now like to call item number two, which is approval of minutes, possible uh, discussion and possible action. So I would like to remind the commissioners when you make the motion to please state your name. And I'm asking for a motion to approve the April 3rd, 2023 minutes. May I have a motion and a second, please? So moved, J.D. Beltran. Second, uh, Commissioner Schneer. Thank you. I'm now going to call for any public comment. Is there any public comment on item number two, approval of the minutes? We will be taking in-person public comment first. So for those joining in person, please proceed to the public comment podium. Now we'll be take I'll be joining now for those joining, please raise your hand if you're listening via WebEx. If you're calling by phone, press star three and place in a public comment queue. Instructions are on the screen. We are currently on item two. As a reminder, your time will start when you begin speaking. You will see a visual timer on the screen and receive a 30 second audible warning before your time has concluded. Then you'll be muted once your time is up. You may stay on the line if you wish to speak on other agenda items. Anyone who speaks during public comment at today's meeting can send a brief summary of the comments to be included in the minutes if it is 150 words or less to art-info at sfgov.org. Okay. I am now seeking in-person public comment. Is there anyone who wish to make public comment on the current agenda item? Now I'm seeking comments for those joining remotely. Is there anyone who would like to make would like to have a comment for today's for the current agenda item? I see no public comment. Public comment is now closed. Thank you. Thank you. I'm now calling for any commissioner discussion or comments on the um, minutes, please. Seeing none, may I now call on the motion to approve 
the April 3rd, 2023 minutes. This is the final motion. All in favor say aye. 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 Any opposed? Motion passes unanimously. Thank you. I'm now calling item number three, which is general public comment. This item is to allow members of the public to comment generally on matters within the committee's purview, as well as to suggest new agenda items for the commission's consideration. Is there any public comment on item number three, general public comment? Okay. We will be taking in-person public comment first. So for those joining us in person, please proceed to the public comment podium. Now for those joining remotely, please raise your hand if you're listening via WebEx. If you're calling by phone, press star three to be placed in the public comment queue. Instructions on the screen, we're currently on item three. As a reminder, your time will start when you begin speaking. You will see a visual timer and receive a 30 second audible warning before your time is concluded. Then you'll be muted once your time is up. You may stay on the line if you wish to speak on other items on the agenda. Anyone who speaks during public comment at today's meeting can provide a summary of the comment to be included in the minutes if it's 150 words or less to art-info at, sorry, art-info at sfgov.org. I'm now seeking in-person public commenters. Anyone who would like to make public comment on a current agenda item. Now I'm seeking comments for those joining remotely. Is there anyone who would like to provide a public comment on a current agenda item? I see no request for public comment. Public comment is now closed. Thank you. Thank you. I'm now calling item number four. Item number four is the director's report. And I'm introducing the director of cultural affairs, Ralph Remington. Uh, thank you, President Collins. Uh, good afternoon, commissioners. Uh, May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month, and the Arts Commission is proud to be a community publicity partner for San Francisco's annual AAPI celebration. Festivities will officially begin at the APA Heritage Awards ceremony on May 3rd at Herbst Theater, followed by a reception later that evening at City Hall. I hope that you all can join us to celebrate the AAPI community. Uh, also, in honor of AAPI Heritage Month, I'm excited to share that the Arts Commission will highlight and feature AAPI artists and grantees as part of our hashtag SFArtsAAPI Month uh, social media campaign. Please be sure to follow along and be on the lookout for that series. And now, to start off this month's report, I'd like to share a few highlights from some recent events this past month. Uh, this past month, I was able to attend a few great events at the uh, Museum of um, African Diaspora, uh, including on April 4th, the opening reception of Black Venus, and on April 8th, a stage reading of In the Moonlight by the Moon, um, In the Evening by the Moonlight, sorry, uh, by Tracy Tomer, uh, presented in partnership with the Lorraine Hansberry Theater. And uh, Margot Hall was um, hosting that and uh, guiding us through the afternoon. Uh, on April 18th, city officials gathered at Lotus Fountain at 5.12 a.m. to commemorate the 117th anniversary. Was that? No. No earthquake. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, the 117th anniversary of the great San Francisco earthquake and fire of 1906. Uh, on April 19th, I attended Art Bash, 
uh, their annual fundraiser in support of SFMOMA's education and family programs and community engagement events. Uh, where I was there, I saw some commissioners and Commissioner Beltran and uh, along with Michelle Mansour and former Commissioner Dorka Keen and uh, who else, JD, that, that we see from here? Jill Manton and a bunch of folks, yeah. So it was, it was great. Um, and uh, so it was a great event. Um, on April 22nd, I attended Art Market San Francisco at Fort Mason. The showcase works from over 85 galleries from around the world. Uh, public art staff also hosted a discussion panel with central subway artists, which I will share more about in just a few minutes. Um, and on, or a few moments, I should say, and on April 27th, I attended Root Division's uh, annual spring fundraiser tastes, which featured art inspired food and food inspired art. Um, I will say Root Division is really, um, I, I'm always impressed whenever I go there uh, to see the support of of all of our local artists there that have a uh, studio space. And it's really, um, it's really innovating to see kind of what Michelle Mansour has done there and, and how the artists so greatly appreciate it. And so, um, I'm always, I, um, it's a similar experience I have when I go out to the shipyards and see the galleries there, um, and the artists, um, just, just, uh, always amazed and, and in utter admiration of all the artists and what they do. Um, some community investment updates. Uh, I'd also like to take a moment to give a big shout out to our entire community investments team for all their hard work on the cultural equity grant program, FY23 funding recommendations. Over the past few months, the CI team has worked tirelessly with grant applications and panelists to make sure everything went smoothly. Congratulations, uh, Director Denise Pate and your team. Uh, congratulations to Deputy Director Joanne Lee uh, for all you've done as well. So thank you all for, for your work on that. Some gallery updates. Um, our recent, most recent exhibition at the main gallery, Crossing Lines, closed this past Saturday, April 29th. Uh, congratulations to the galleries team uh, on a successful run of this incredible show. Uh, coming up next to the main gallery, we are excited to announce uh, opening May 19th, um, Invisible Black Soul, uh, The Art of Bearing Witness is a three-person exhibition featuring the works of Mark Harris, uh, Raymond L. Haywood, and Brian Keith Thomas. Uh, the exhibition explores the work and legacy of influential novelist, playwright, activist, and public intellectual James Baldwin, and will be open through July 8th. Um, please join us for the opening reception on Friday, May 19th, which is also Malcolm X's birthday, uh, from 6 to 8 p.m. in the main gallery. Uh, an artist talk is also planned at the main gallery on Wednesday, May 31st at 6.30 p.m. and will be moderated by Dimitri Bar uh, Broxton, uh, MOED's uh, Senior Director of Education. Also a reminder about our current exhibition at City Hall, Art with Elders, The Power of Creativity and Community, is on view through August 25th. Um, I'm excited to share that SFGovTV is working on a feature of this exhibition, which will be released uh, later this month on their YouTube channel as part of their new Art in Public Places web series. Uh, also, join the um, please join the gallery's uh, team on Tuesday, May 23rd from 12 to 2 p.m. 
in room 125 of the War Memorial Veterans Building for an Art with Elders public programming event, Insensitivity and Accessibility, San Francisco Cares, where senior service providers from San Francisco will discuss successes and challenges regarding outreach and programming for seniors with and people with disabilities. And now public art updates. As briefly mentioned earlier, on April 22nd, Mary Chu moderated a wonderful panel at Art Market San Francisco at Fort Mason with three central subway artists, uh, Yume Ho, <clears throat> excuse me, Amanda Hewen, and Leslie Shows. The panel, uh, Art That Transports, highlights from the Central Subway Public Art Collection offered a behind the scenes look at the multi-year journey that brought their dynamic new artworks for the subways Yerba Bueno, Moscone, Union Square, Market Street, and Chinatown Rose Pack stations from concept to reality. Um, the following day on April 23rd, public art staff oversaw the installation of Node by Roxy Payne at Yerba Bueno, uh, Yerba Bueno Moscone Station. Um, staff were on site starting at 4 a.m. to install the 102-foot stainless steel uh, sculpture. If you have not had a chance to stop by the station, I highly encourage you to do so uh, for a truly incredible site. And with that, we have one remaining installation remaining for Chinatown Rose Pack Station, uh, Tommy uh, Arise Arrival, uh, which is planned to go in later this summer. Uh, so thank you, Mary. You were really, really great. You did a great job up there. You represented us really well. Big button took names. <laughs> I mean, that's, that was great. Thank you. Um, and uh, early last week, our public art and civic art collection staff were made aware of an unsanctioned sculptural installation in Golden Gate Park on the plinth of the former Padre Junipero Serra uh, statue. Uh, the, the sculpture memorial to the extinct uh, Xerxes uh, butterfly, blue butterfly, is believed to have been installed at some point over Earth Day weekend on either April 22nd or 23rd. Uh, it measures 132 inches or 11 feet high with a base measuring 60 by 60. It appears to be made of fiberglass or plastic composite and had an accompanying uh, plaque. This unpermitted work was removed due to numerous safety concerns, which include potential hazards and liability issues due to the unknown nature of the composition of the piece and unconfirmed installation methods used. It was removed by our art conservation vendor early Friday morning on April 28th and relocated to a secure storage facility and a statement was issued. Uh, the Arts Commission recognizes the importance of raising awareness for the protection of endangered species that face the threat of extinction and for the advocacy and conservation of wildlife and natural habitat protection. But we want to be clear that the Arts Commission does not condone the unauthorized use, intervention, or installation of artworks on CCSF property that have not gone through the proper evaluation and approval process. Um, you, can, you might look at it in the same way we look at um, graffiti art or murals that people put up that are unsanctioned. We paint over them right away. With this, we even took care not to destroy the work of art. So, um, so that's, um, that's just a, a consistent with our policies. And we, as part of the outcome of MMAC's work, the MMAC committee, uh, and the recommendations that will be presented in the forthcoming final report, the Arts Commission is in the process 
of exploring opportunities for future activations and use of these sites in partnership with local community groups and artists to provide space for and to help amplify voices, stories, and the art of communities that have not been historically prioritized or represented. So, some other announcements. Um, this year, the Arts Commission is excited to be a community partner with the Center for Asian American Media uh, for CAMFest 2023. We are proud to present Larry the Musical at the Great Start Theater on May 14th, based on the book, Journey for Justice, The Life of Larry um, Eatleyong, a Filipino labor organizer who fought for dignity in the fields and united for the first time with the Mexican community in Delano, California. I'm also happy to share that we have selected a consultant who will help develop our agency-wide strategic and business plan. After a review of submitted proposals and oral interviews, a notice of intent to award was issued on April 20th, announcing AECOM as the selected bidder. We look forward to uh, working with them to begin our strategic planning process starting later this year. Uh, I'd also like to tell you that Alyssa Ventry will be returning next month on June 1st to her role as commission secretary. Uh, Traka Lopez White uh, will have one week of overlap when Alyssa uh, returns. And so then uh, we will have that transition and then Alyssa will, will be back with us. She's excited to return. I spoke with her last week and she's really looking forward to see, meeting all the new commissioners and seeing everybody again. And, um, and you know, Alyssa, she likes to work. So she's, <laughs> she's more than ready to come back. And, um, and with that, that concludes the director's report for the May 1st full commission meeting. I'd be happy to take any questions you may have. So thank you. Yes. Commissioner Shield, President you wear Shield. To, to Art Bash. What did I wear? <laughs> I have pictures. <laughs> That's right. You have pictures. That's right. Have you you haven't posted them yet? No, I have. Yeah. I will. I will um, send them. <laughs> yeah, I wore a tux. Um, uh, just basic tux and and uh, some shoes. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have the checks, but I had some other shoes. I had some floral shoes. <laughs> as usual, as usual um, Director Remington was glowing with style. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. You were you you were looking great too. <laughs> Is there any further discussion by commissioners of the director's report? Yes. Please come. Yeah, um, I just want to say thank you to our commission secretary for a fantastic run. While she's been here, she has solved so many problems <laughs> and so helpful, so cheerful under a lot of duration and pressure. So uh, duress, sorry, and, uh, and duration. <laughs> and I just want to say thank you, and I'm sure all my fellow commissioners would like to yeah. join me in now. Any other commissioners comments? I wanted to make a really quick comment just for the record. And that is that um, I know that the takedown of the, the really actually, I think, beautiful Cersei sculpture um, wasn't uh, necessarily favorable for everybody. But also an, an additional point to point out is that because we have had you know decades and decades of expertise from our rockstar public art team, it also uh, posed safety hazards because it was not, we, we didn't know how it was installed and whether it was quite huge, whether it was capable of like falling down on someone. So it's not only sort of the following the process, but also there's a reason why we 
you know, vet the process, right? <laughs> the process. Right. No, it's, it's true. Thank, thank, thank you, uh, Commissioner Beltran. Um, I'd say an additional word about that too, is that that particular plan too, not that, um, this necessarily went into the reasoning because we, 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 we just did it based on, you know, our processes. And, and of course we have to adhere to them, especially after we came out of the MBAC, but that particular plan has a certain resonance with the Native American community because Hino Parasara was on that on that plant. And so for anyone to like just take it upon themselves and say, I'm gonna occupy this plant <laughs> and you know, any plant, but that particular one has a certain negative uh, resonance when the community and the native community has been understandably very clear and upset in the past that you know, all these decisions get made about us without us. Yeah. And, um, and that would be yet another example of somebody just taking upon themselves to do something uh, that affected the impact of the native community without even consulting the native community. So. Um, is it possible to add that to the, the reasoning as well? Because I think that would go a long way. Uh, I mean, just, I'm hearing about the removal from, you know, the general public. And I agree why we had to remove it. Don't get me wrong, but I think that adds an additional our mm -hmm. um, point that may even um, that may even uh, prohibit other people for just doing that without knowing how it might affect other communities. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I think um, I mean that you raise a great point, Commissioner Shelby, and and uh, and we can. Uh, Probably incorporate that into some of our public messaging about it if, if upon further question, um, because this certainly was um, one of the things that we talked about when we discussed as a team, you know, how we were going to handle the situation. Um, you know, there are those in the city who felt that, well, it's, it's just whimsy. So don't, don't, don't worry about it. But, you know, it's like, that's all great until everybody decides they're going to fill up a plinth with something and then mm -hmm. other people say, well, where, where, where's my community? Where's my voice in that? Why didn't I get a say? And mm -hmm. is this it, wild, wild west, anything goes, I just do anything I want whenever I want to do it. And, you know, I've told my staff personally, you know, I'm pretty libertarian on art issues. Uh, I, I, I love uh, the whole, you know, as a person, guerrilla movements uh, in the streets. <laughs> and, uh, guerrilla takeovers of, of public art spaces and public spaces in general as a person. But in my role as director of cultural affairs, I can really easily separate those two. Uh, I think prior, being a prior elected official helped me get there. And so that I know the difference between what I feel as a person, as a private citizen, and what my responsibility is, you know, as a director of cultural affairs. So those two things, you have to hold both of those things in your head at the same, at the same time. So. I'm also happy to work with you in terms of adding some of that language about safety, because I believe there have been instances in the past with unauthorized public sculptures that have actually injured people because um, they weren't vetted and they weren't got, they hadn't gone through the process and people didn't understand why we have a lot of the, that process in place in terms of public sculpture. Yes. So any other questions or comments? I just wanted to uh, make a comment about your previous uh, exhibit at the main gallery. Mm. I just wanted to um, personal experience. Um, this last month, for the first time, I actually had in-person meeting at at the at the uh, at the offices at the for the visual 
committee. So it actually forced me to be there. And then uh, Commissioner McCoy asked me as we're walking out, have you gone through? And we actually walked through and I have to say it was an impressive experience. So thank you. I'm sorry that I had not actually seen it. I'm thanking Commissioner McCoy for making me actually walk through it. And, and I, I'm looking forward to the next one coming. I can't wait, but, that, but just doing that inspired me to actually check out these at your main galleries, our, at our main galleries. Thank you. Yeah, that, it that's great. great. It was a great exhibit. That's it was a big ex experience. We kind of walked through it and experience. I thought it was beautifully done. Yeah, it was a wonderful exhibit. I actually walked through it three times. Yeah. Um, and I think one thing um, that I think stood out to both of us is that it's really great to see um, different types of art, some experimental things, some, um, really um, uh, just things that really kind of blew our minds that mm. you wouldn't expect to walk into nice. a city building and see. Yeah. And that was really spectacular. So. Thank you, thank, thank the you. staff for that. Thanks to the galleries team too. Yes, thank you. And uh, thank you for that. And have, have you all seen the Art with Elders um, exhibit? Yes. That's downstairs as well. And if anyone hasn't seen that, that's downstairs in, in the North Light Court. So just go down uh, stairs right now or after the meeting if you if you have time. And then you can go down the set of the stairway and then through the long corridor, that's where all of the work is on the wall. So in that gallery. On that note, can I ask you the date? You said there's an event being held for that um, exhibit. The, the, the new one? Yes. I no. think you said there's a for the elder. May 23rd. Something about um, the exhibit. Yeah, the art with the elder. Which one is that? It's in the May 3rd, yeah. Some event. We're really going to get back to you on that. Let's keep yeah. the, move, the meeting going. Can I, uh, yeah, there, we can set that out. Is there any further public um, uh, commissioner comments on the yeah, director? I just wanted, uh, this is Commissioner Brenzel. Um, congratulations on selecting a consultant. I'm just curious if you if you can say a sentence or two about why that firm is, yeah. our, we're going with them. Well, we, we had, um, we, the process was there were, uh, there was a panel of, of people, uh, that weren't allowed to, uh, talk amongst each other. Um, we, um, read their materials, uh, then we, um, scored them. And then the people that, um, scored the highest were invited to, to come and present. And so then we heard their presentations, we scored them and, uh, the, the team that scored, um, the top was AECOM and, and they were, I mean, I will say that there were three, there were really three that were really, um, very close together and very tight. And, um, and so, and AECOM won it, but we had some great, um, uh, president Collins and vice president Shioda were observer, observers, uh, for the process. And, um, we had some great, um, applicants, um, they, they were really impressive with the way they spoke about equity and and weaving equity throughout all the processes they had uh, experience with working with uh, city arts um, arts groups and departments uh, in strategic planning. So that part spoke to I think the panel. But again, we didn't get to talk about it before or after. We didn't really process it as a panel. I'm just telling you my ob observations yeah. as as much as I can without. Right. Uh, corrupting the process, yeah, right? Let me comment because Vice President Shield and I had an opportunity to observe. Yeah. Um, it's a it's an extremely specific process. Mm -hmm. 
the application that gets the highest points wins, right. unless there is some reason to overturn that. Right. So it's not a negotiated process, it is a scoring process. Right. And so that sets those parameters. But that notwithstanding, what was one of the, there are many takeaways from this that are really valuable. And one is the importance of the creative economy and where we are at this particular point in history, in our city, in this context. And while there may be broad, wonderful themes that we wrestled with in the last plan, one of the things that was centered in conversation is it wasn't the only, but the importance of great and deep creative civic engagement as a part of a strategy for how San Francisco and this region will really command its next life. Nice. And what is the next def definition? Not just, you know, getting over COVID, right. but also where do we advance through our cultural um, uh, enterprises? And that, uh, that came through uh, uh, on all of the ones that were the top contenders with very deep and relevant experience uh, and contextual experience. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. Mm -hmm. I really appreciate it. Sure. Thank you for the question. Is there any further uh, comment on the director's report from the commission? Seeing none, is there any public comment, please? We will be taking in person public comment first. For those joining in person, please proceed to the public comment podium. Now, for those joining, Remotely, please raise your hand if you're listening via WebEx. If you're calling by phone, press star three to be placed in the public comment queue. Instructions are on the screen. We're currently on item four. As a reminder, your time will start when you begin speaking. You will see a visual timer and receive a 30 second audible warning before your time is concluded. Then you'll be muted once your time is up. You may stay on the line if you wish to speak on other items. Anyone who speaks during public comment at today's meeting can send summary of the comment to be included in the minutes if it is 150 words or less to art-info at sfgov.org. I am now seeking in-person commenters. Is there anyone who want, who wish to make public comment on a current agenda item? Okay, now I'm seeking comments for those joining remotely. Is there anyone who would like to make a public comment on a current agenda item? I see no public comment. Public comment is now closed. Thank you. Thank you. I'm now calling for agenda item number five. These are committee reports and committee matters. First, I'm going to call agenda item five, sub item one, the community investments committee report given by chair Janine Shioda. Thank you so much, president Collins. Um, this is the committee community investments committee report uh, for the meeting held on April 18th, 2023. And as mentioned by director Remington, um, the cultural equity grant program fiscal year 23. Funding recommendations came through um, the community investment staff presented an overview of the FY 23 grant cycle, including applicant and grantee data. The community investments committee reviewed and recommended the approval of the annual cultural equity endowment fund grants, including artistic legacy, cultural equity initiatives, creative space and San Francisco artist grants 
for a total investment of $5,054,961 for the fiscal year 23. So thank you for all the hard work um, on the granting team. It was a lot. Um, the Native American Arts and Cultural Traditions Special Grants. The committee reviewed and recommended the approval of two Native American uh, arts and cultural traditions special grants of $100,000 each to uplift cultural traditions and emergent art forms and to provide opportunities to engage and celebrate the resurgence and resilience of the Native American communities in San Francisco. Um, we also went over the cultural center site visits. Um, the committee members reported on their site visits to the African American Arts and Culture Complex, Bayview Opera House, and the American Indian Cultural Center of San Francisco, which is a virtual center. The site visits allowed time for the commissioners to meet with the cultural center directors and their staff to learn more about their programming and deepen their understanding of the work happening and the communities they serve. This is the first year that the community investments committee members are making site visits and it's proving to be a very welcome addition to the community investments committee annual calendar. And there was also a staff report. Um, the director of community investments, Denise Pate, reported that the community investments team recently filled the program associate position and we welcomed Frank Ortiz as the new program associate. <clears throat> She also reported that they are still recruiting for a senior program officer and hoping to fill that position in June so that the community investments team will be fully staffed. Pate also reported that the team has been working on implementing a new grants management system to streamline grant administration and management. So uh, that ends my report. So I'm looking for any questions, um, commissioner discussion or comments on the community investments report. Mind you that in the consent calendar, the specific items will be voted on. So this is general comment about the report as opposed to the specifics that are in the consent calendar. Mm -hmm. Seeing none, may I now ask for any public comment on the Community Investments Committee report. We will be taking in-person public comment first. So for those joining in person, please proceed to the public comment podium. Um, now, again, sorry. Um, now for those joining remotely, please raise your hand if you're listening um, via WebEx by calling, um, calling by phone, press star three to be placed in the public comment queue. Instructions are on the screen. We're currently on item five, sub item one. As a reminder, your time will start when you begin speaking. You will see a visual timer on the screen and receive a 30 second audible warning before your time is concluded. Then you'll be muted once your time is up. You may stay on the line if you wish to speak on other items. Anyone who speaks during public comment um, at today's meeting can send a summary of the comment to be included in the minutes. If it's 150 words or less, to art-info at sfgov.org. I am now seeking in-person commenters, anyone who wish to speak on the current agenda item. Now I'm seeking comments for those joining remotely. Is there anyone who would like to make, provide a public comment on the current agenda item? I see no public comment. Public comment is now closed. Thank you.
Thank you. I'm now calling for agenda item number five, sub item two, the visual arts committee report to be given in lieu of commission of chair Susie Ferris by committee member Abby Schneid. Uh, thank you, President Collins. Uh, at the April VAC meeting, the committee reviewed two projects at 49 South Vanessa. A 49 South Vanessa is an 18 story tower on 11th Street between Market and Mission Streets. It's a permit center and office building uh, has uh, uh, DBI in it and uh, planning department, several other and it's occupied by several other city departments. The building currently houses 3 commissioned artworks and 32 purchased 2 dimensional artworks. We reviewed the 11th conceptual design for the 49 South Vanessa video projects. This is the first of its kind that we're doing something like this. So it's rather, um, it's kind of fun and different. And we've been seeing the different projects, their conceptual stages as they've been going through. Uh, the project will consist of 11 1 to 3 minute videos with no audio by 11 different artists. Xenia Barakas. Stop motion animation centers on California's historical trajectory through the discourse of war with two main scenes past colonial wars as California's history and future wars shaped by the Bay Area's technological renaissance. Next, we reviewed the purchase list of 2D artworks for 49 South Vanessa for the second round of 2D purchases. Additional empty walls and common areas were identified on floors 2 through 16. The purchase list consists of 35 artworks, a selection of which are shown here. And it really was, uh, I think the panel that did this had a lot of fun with going through and identifying these different artists and we're excited to be able to have these works uh, up in the building. And that concludes my report. Thank you very much. Is, are there any commissioner discussion or comments on the visual arts committee report? Please. Yes. Please. <laughs> um, Commissioner Stryker here. I just wanna say how important I think it is that we have really high quality art in our city offices, and we do. We have an astonishing amount of art in a number of agency offices, and this just carries on that tradition. And it's so uplifting for anyone who visits the office and who works there. So I just am proud to be part of that. And the other comment I have is I am very excited to see that there's some video art. Yes. I'm really um, looking forward to seeing more things like that, more forward thinking art and more ephemeral art that can also be very uplifting. So I just want to comment on that and say thank you. Thank you, Commissioner Stryker and um, Commissioner Liu here. Um, I, first, of all, first of all, I would love to thank the team and also all the artists and a very diverse array of range of different expressions here. Uh, one thing I do want to also um, mention, which uh, we had a discussion during the meeting, uh, is the video wall. It's the video wall art. Yeah. Um, and I agree that it is very ephemeral. But if you think about it, every single video is literally hundreds or sometimes thousands of steel art that's sending subliminal messages towards the audience, in this case, the public. and. I have a little bit concern about the message itself, which is, it, it is technological renaissance, and it is also a, um, 
uh, a display of the chronological sort of wall and how it, how it forms. But in terms of the medium is the message, um, the medium itself can become a message. And what I saw the main artwork was being presented was actually a male with a reptilian body on top of women's body, a women body landscape. I was really concerned about it. Um, and I think that it would be really helpful, and we suggested it would be really helpful, because this is a draft stage of presenting the idea. It would be really helpful for the Arts Commission to also step in and have a conversation with the artist and have a better understanding and shape up the actual conversation. Because once we have the artwork, it's a mono conversation to the audience, right? The audience can only receive the message by looking at the piece of art. And so we have the responsibility to ensure, you know, because what the attention, what, what the attention goes, energy flows. If we put the attention on the statement of the war and not necessarily say it's bad or good, this is actually giving a platform for the war, potentially. So, so it could be something subliminally detrimental to the, to the well-being of the general public. And we have to be very careful of that. And that's where I think it will be super helpful for the future meetings, for the Arts Commission to step in and have a conversation with the artists and making sure the message is healthy and also the message is um, uplifting indeed for the general public. Thank you. Um, can, I, yeah. can I respond? Yes. Um, in the meeting, we did have a very thorough discussion about all of this and the several of the comments that were made in the meeting um, are going to be taken back to the artist uh, for her to understand our input and concerns and stuff. This is a very conceptual part and what's been interesting during this process from what I've seen of all the different artists is the way they show their concepts. Um, I particularly have had a hard time with a few of them understanding their concepts and where they're going with it and how it's going to develop. But the process is such that we see we see the art for all art that we do at different stages. And so we can and do comment all the way through the process. And if there are any issues, um, uh, I think uh, Mary Chu is is excellent at <laughs> at going through this and making sure it's done right. Would you like to? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to take over. No, it's it's all right. I I, I what I was gonna say and, uh, before Mary uh, there was your statement. I I was just gonna say that you know artists are subjective, and so for in our role here, at least the way I see it, is that you know. We put out an RFP, we put out, you know, request for proposal, uh, or whether it goes through a jury process or whatever, and then we end up with the art that that the artist or the concept the artist wants to bring forward, and we try to shape it. And Mary will talk more about that along the way. But, but I think conceptually, philosophically, art is subjective, and so what one person is offended by or it doesn't resonate or at the very least might think it's ugly. Another person thinks it's beautiful and thinks that it has a powerful message. So our role, at least as I see it, is not to arbitrate taste. Uh, it's to arbitrate uh, fairness and equity, and, uh, but not to 
tell people what they're supposed to be doing unless it's for a specific purpose in mind. Like we're, we're, we can steward processes, but we're not here to be the taste police for artists, if that makes any sense. So, um, but Mary, I, I want you to uh, say your statement and then. Yeah, no, thank you, commissioners. And I just want to echo um, what Commissioner Schneer, Schneer was saying about it's a process and we do provide feedback to artists throughout the process. And then we are also proposing to invite the artist at the next presentation so they can better describe their proposal and the content and the specificity for that particular location because these are site specific projects. So um, we will work the next VAC to do that. I would also like to add a comment, um, and that is that having, you know, uh, overseen this process of commissioning public art for now, gosh, almost 20 years since I've been on the commission since 2009, well, before that, um, we have run up against exactly this before, Commissioner Liu, and I'll give you an example, and that is that we have to balance everything that um, Director Remington talked about in terms of giving artistic and creative freedom and there's no accounting for taste, as the saying goes. <laughs> um, also, uh, be arbiters of whether something is offensive uh, in terms of its messaging, and and does not sort of sort of convey the kind of spirit, whatever you want to call it, that we feel public art should convey. Um, there was a mural, and I can't remember the name of the artist, Mary, but uh, it was a former illustrator who actually did four panels of different neighborhoods at SFO. Do you remember who that was? She's female. Um, I just walked by them last week. I happened to be coming on a trip from Dallas. And there was an issue because one of the murals was of Chinatown. And it had several figures in her style of, of people in Chinatown. And the, the visual arts panel looked at it. Um, but nobody who was walking through the streets looked like they would be people in Chinatown, <laughs> essentially. That, that, that they would be the, the people who would be habiting China. There were no Chinese people, <laughs> you know. So, so we actually went back and worked with the artist and we said, we think that this, there should be a fair representation of this scene um, and because we don't think it's accurate and it, you know, and it very well may offend people who live in Chinatown and think of this as their neighborhood. And we worked with the artist and they were perfectly understanding and that they actually changed some of the figures. So, that's the kind of process that it goes through is that, you know, if we feel that there's something about the messaging or that's that's being conveyed that is actually inaccurate. Or, um, you know, offends uh, off un sort of like I can't even think of the adverb, but um, unnecessarily maybe offends, um, then we try to work with the artist to, you know, to figure that out. May I, may I interject? And I, I was at that meeting, and I just, I just want to, I want to put a perspective to that. I completely agree that we're not the, the art police. I appreciate yeah. that, and we shouldn't be ever. Yeah. But I also really appreciated Commissioner Lu for stepping in because that's also our job to have the conversations. So I think the productive part about all this is, and I'm going to encourage because I know. Uh, Commissioner McCoy was on board, and so was Commissioner. We need to have the artists actually show up to, so we can yeah. have them with them. We don't. We I think it's a bad idea to have us be the messenger in between, because whenever they present to our 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 our, our committees, it'd be great because that makes a huge difference. Because some of the stuff that we might miss, they might explain and might actually just 
can move on. So I wanted to encourage that conversation, Mary, again, if we can please have the artist be part of their requirement that if they want to present, yeah. if we can, I don't know if we can or not, but yes. ask them to be there. Yeah. I think that was a productive part of it. So I want to encourage us in those conversations, but with the understanding that I personally do not want to be an art police. Yeah. Thank you, Commissioner Hakimi. And um, yeah, I, I absolutely agree. I think we're not here to police the conversation. We're here to having a dialogue. And we are here to represent the larger community to have a dialogue. And that's my intention. Um, I encourage diverse voices, but we also represent the community. And that's what I'm here for. Thank you. Commissioner Gordon. Um, I've never been to one of the visual arts meetings, but at the civic design review, the architects and the planners present to us and we do have a dialogue. So I assumed it was that way at visual arts, but this is educational for me. Go ahead. Yeah, at times we do have the artists available to present and at other times we don't. And so I think, you know, typically if we think there's any questions that the commissioners might have, we have the artists present. Uh, at other times we don't. Certainly we can always ask the artists to come back if there's an issue or if commissioners have questions. Um, there's nothing about the timing around this project that doesn't allow that to happen. Okay. And we're happy to do that. Just a Please. comment, and I appreciate the discussion. I appreciated the discussion at VAC and here. Um, yeah, I think that is part of our job. Why we're here is to express our um, our understanding and our appreciation of how public art uh, does fit into our community. Um, I think it's totally appropriate, especially in this part of the process when what they are in the developmental and the um, you know, they're, they're still figuring out how the art is going to look, how it's going to fit in the space, exactly what their subject matter is going to um, end up being. So this is the time to bring into the discussion anything that, uh, you know, that concerns us about the structural um, uh, feasibility of the project, about the uh, content and how that fits into our communities. Um, Commissioner Beltran, that was a perfect example that you gave. The artist is, was Emily Fromm, by the way. I just looked her up. That's right. That, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, so, yeah, I think it's very important that we we have these conversations. And at, at the very least, what happens then, whether or not the artist is there in our meetings, is those notes get passed on to the artist. If they're there, that's great, because then we can continue that dialogue specifically with the artist and understand their intention more specifically. So when the artist is there, I think we all appreciate that. Mm -hmm. um, but I know there's, there's oftentimes in the process, they're not there at every single meeting, but those notes then we rely on the staff to then bring back to the artists so that they can take into consideration our concerns, our thoughts uh, behind the work that they're doing. So I think it's very important that we bring these these uh, concerns and these ideas to the conversation, understanding that the, the artist will digest that how they will put that um, understanding and, and suggestion into their creation of their art. So I appreciated that. Uh, conversation at VAC and here, and I completely understand what you're saying, Director Remington. We walk a fine line where, as you said, thinking about how do we feel personally about um, any given project that we're working on, and then how do we work as commissioners to really make sure uh, we're contributing what we can to make it as stellar as possible. Right, yeah. and and that's the, that's the, the point right there, uh, Commissioner Ferris, is that you know, um, how do we not 
I mean, I, I have to do this all, all the time, right? Where I, I have to separate what I personally think about something and what actually is, is, is wrong with it. Right. And, you know, I was in this and not that my opinion matters at, at all, but just, just to give you an example, like my, um, I was in this, attended this meeting and, and, um, I heard the discussion there and what I thought when I saw it was that it's, it's commenting on how these old ideas and these people that we looked up to in the past are actually reptilian and dino dinosaurs, right? Right. They're dinosaurs. And that the, the forward thinking is rejecting dinosauric behavior or dinosauric thought patterns. And I thought that they were, that's what this, these pieces were showing that these were dinosaurs and the dinosaurs, this is not the time for dinosaurs. I think that's what it was commenting on. But that, again, that's just, in my opinion, doesn't matter at all because I'm not a commissioner, but just to show you by way of example, have two people looking at the same thing, right. see totally different things. Well, I think, I think the other, you know, to your point of the separation between public and private, right, is, is I think there's a translation that we can bring to all the committee work mm -hmm. because a lot of artists, you know, they get into an artistic practice as an individual expression. When you get into public art, there's a different, um, there's a different responsibility, mm -hmm. right? From both our side and both the cons the consumption side, the, the right. So, so those are the separations and there's, you know, it's, it's an educational process sometimes for new artists coming in as well, where we can guide them and help them and comment and all of it on technical and on content. Yeah. Thanks. Now, before we finish this, this is an extremely important conversation for a variety of reasons. One about the current portfolio that you're discussing, but also as we look into the future state of the work from the Monuments and Memorials Task Force, we're going to be called upon to deliberate around principles. And one of the things that Director Remington and the staff established or helped to establish are what are the guiding principles upon which the practices can be based. And that's complicated. And I think that it's fluid, but it also uh, excites really brilliant discussions. And so thank you very much for, yeah. for raising that. Is there any further comment from the commission before I ask for public comment on the Visual Arts Committee report? May I have public comment, please? Okay. We will be taking in-person public comment first. So for those joining in person, please proceed to the public comment podium. Now for those joining remotely, please raise your hand if you're listening via WebEx. If you're calling by phone, press star three, place in the public comment queue. Instructions are on the screen. We are currently on item five, sub item two. As a reminder, your time will start when you begin speaking. You will see a visual timer and receive a 30 second audible warning before your time concludes. Then you'll be muted once your time is up. You may stay on the line if you wish to speak on other items. Anyone who speaks during public comments at today's meeting can send a summary of the comment to be included in the minutes, if it's 150 words or less, to art-info at sfgov.org. I'm seeking in-person uh, commenters. Is there anyone who would like to make a public comment on the current item? Now I'm seeking 
comments by those joining remotely. Is there anyone who would like to make a public comment on the current agenda item? I see no public comment. Public comment is now closed. Thank you. I'm now going to move to the consent calendar, but I would like for Council Curry to help to advise me on something. Um, I sit as a non-fiduciary supporter of an organization. One of the grantees that we will be making today will be receiving a grant. And nothing to do with the process, nor am I a fiduciary to the organization. Should I recuse myself? I don't think it's necessary for you, but you could if you feel. If it's not necessary, I won't go through the trouble. Thank you. No uh, financial. No. No, I may be a supporter, but I'm not a fiduciary. I'm a supporter of many organizations. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, none of us would be able to get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe that should be a rule that we don't have to do for well, thank you very much. We're now on consent calendar item number uh, six, uh, discussion and possible action. So are there any, has everyone had a chance to see this really quite dynamic consent calendar? And is anyone presenting a conflict with any of the grantees? Seeing none, uh, we have no recusals and thank you for the advice. I'm now asking for any commissioner discussion or comments on the um, consent calendar. I'm seeing none. Um, may I have now a motion uh, to approve the consent calendar? So, so move, Commissioner Bill. Right? Uh, I'm second. <laughs> so move, Commissioner Belton. Commissioner Shelby. Okay, thank you. And now, uh, may I have any public comment on item number six, the consent calendar? Okay, we will be taking in person public comment first. So for those joining in person, please proceed to the public comment podium. Now for those joining remotely, please raise your hand if you are listening via WebEx. If you're calling by phone, press star three placed in the public comment queue. Instructions are on the screen. We are currently on item six. As a reminder, your time will start when you begin speaking. You will see a visual timer and receive a 30-second audible warning before your time is concluded. Then you'll be muted once your time is up. You may stay on the line if you wish to speak on other agenda items. Anyone who speaks during public comment at today's meeting can send a summary of the comment to be included in the minutes, if it's 150 words or less, to art-info at sfgov.org. I'm now seeking in-person commenters. Is there anyone who would like to make public comment on the current agenda item? Now I am seeking comment for those joining remotely. Is there anyone who would like to make provide a public comment on the current agenda item? I see one person. My name is Tina Aguirre. I am the cultural district director of the Castro. Hi, um, can you hear me? 
Yes, we can hear you just fine. Hi, my name is Tina Aguirre, and I am the Cultural District Director for the Castro LGBTQ Cultural District. I just want to provide some support for the American Indian Cultural District. Um, inclusion of $100,000 grant. Um, our sibling cultural district is doing really great work throughout the city to increase representation of American Indians throughout the city and their work in the arts is very important. Thank you to the Arts Commission staff and commissioners for your work on all of these grants and especially on this one. Thank you. Thank you, caller. See no additional public comment remotely. Public comment is now closed. Thank you. This time I'm going to remember, may I have a vote, please, on the consent <laughs> calendar? All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Motion carries unanimously. Yay. I am now asking for uh, agenda item number seven. New business or announcements. Well, I'm just going to, as you mull through it, last week we were talking about the Asian American Women's Arts Association and this remarkable show that's at SOMARTS in celebration in conjunction with AAPI Cultural Center. Um, a dynamic group of people, well represented by the commission. Thank you, staff, for supporting this so well. But it really shows you in, you know, on a like a Thursday night, in the middle of where SoMarts is, packed space with diverse audiences. That's the kind of San Francisco we want to live in. And it was representing Asian women and their voices um, as really being significant. And so you see there. You know how this um, we call it the ecosystem, but how it really looks, you know, on the ground with curators, you know, bringing new artistic voices in, representing things that we all need to talk about, and with the type of clarity of vision and creative dynamics. It was so. Just go see it, or go to any of these things because they're always wonderful. Jeannie, do you have something? Yeah, I do. I actually have a um, Commissioner McCoy here. I have an um, announcement or an upcoming event. Um, May 4th, um, this is the SF Jazz Gala. This is a very important gala um, because the founder and executive artistic director, Randall Klein, who's one of the founding members of SF Jazz, um, this is his final season and he's being honored with the Lifetime Achievement Award. So, very historic. Um, important event for the jazz community in uh, San Francisco in the Bay Area. I, I have a brief announcement and that is that I'm proud to um, say that my um, class at San Francisco State University um, opened the Perennial Planet exhibit on Friday. It's very short, but as part of it, we are establishing and my students um, collected the beginning samples of the very first sustainable materials library specifically for artists and designers on the West Coast 
in the college. So there's one at Parsons, but we are opening the very first one at SF State. So um, the public and um, the campus can actually research materials to make their products with sustainable materials. Awesome. Thank you, um, President Collins. Um, I am excited to echo uh, 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 Director Remington's uh, early on the San Francisco signature celebration events, which is the APA Heritage Award and Reception happening on Wednesday, May 3rd, which is the day after tomorrow at 530 at the Herb Theater. Um, which is 401 Venice Avenue and the reception immediately following at the city hall. Uh, the other um, announcement I'd love to also mention is the Asian Art Museum has the Beyond Bollywood 2000 years of dancing art. It's in view right now until July 10th, 2023. So we have two more months to go. And the last one is the city hall pop-up shop, uh, which is the annual small business week, which is next week. Uh, the favorite um, shop from 40 of the city's vendors, makers and artists on Tuesday, May 9th, 2023, between uh, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. in the city hall. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> One more, please. Thank you, President Collins. Um, so I just want to um, invite you guys again, as I do every month. Uh, the next upcoming Art Walk SF will be on H Street, Lower Hate Street between uh, Webster and Pierce. It's the first street closure for Art Walk SF uh, for this year, so it should be a big one. We're excited. We're also very excited to have SFAC partnering with us. They'll um, you guys will have a table uh, to do some of the um, uh, surveys uh, for, and I forget the name of the project. Thank you very much. Uh, so excited to have SFAC partnering with us um, this time around. We have, uh, I believe, almost 70 artists. We have over 25 performers um, and something like 25 businesses that are participating. So really excited. Hope you guys can make it out awesome. for this one. Uh, and then just a little preview, uh, the following one, June 3rd, will actually be in my uh, neighborhood's business corridor on Balboa Street. Uh, so if you can't make it to Lower Haight, please uh, plan to come out and help me celebrate my, my neighborhood as well. Thanks so much. Mr. Benzel. Yeah, I just wanted to bring attention. Um, this is a long way it's out. This is in November um, uh, for the California Celebration of New Music. And I mention it because there's a bunch of Bay Area organizations that are involved, and I don't know if there's any way for us to connect with it, but it's being sponsored and spearheaded by the San Francisco Symphony, the Los Angeles Philharmonic, and the San Diego uh, Symphony, and it's to celebrate new music written in the last five years. Uh, the San Francisco Community Music Center is involved, Chanticleer, Left Coast Chamber Ensemble, uh, numerous other San Francisco organizations, and I know that we want to do some things more with performing arts, but this might be an opportunity for um, the commission to be connected. So I thought I'd mention it. I'm not sure what the where they are with their planning stages, but they are in planning stages. Thanks. Seeing no further commission comments, may I ask for any public comment on item number seven, new business and announcements? We will be taking in-person public comment first, so for those joining in person, please proceed to the public comment podium. 
Now, for those joining remotely, please raise your hand if you're listening via WebEx. If you're calling by phone, press star three, be placed in the public comment queue. Instructions are on the screen. We're currently on item seven. And as a reminder, your time will start when you begin speaking. You will see a visual timer and receive a 30 second audible warning before your time concludes. Then you'll be muted once your time is up. You may stay on the line if you wish to speak on other items. Anyone who speaks during public comment today's period meeting can send a summary of the comment to be included in the minutes if it's 150 words or less to art-info at sfgov.org. I am now seeking in-person commenters. Anyone who wish to make a public comment on the current agenda item? Now I am seeking comments for those joining remotely. Is there anyone who wish to make public comment on the current agenda item? I see no public comment. Public comment is now closed. Thank you. I'm now calling agenda item number eight, the adjournment of the meeting. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. 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 Yeah.